I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, September 8th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, the NFL season kicked off yesterday, and for the first time in 23 seasons, it won't feature Tom Brady. Even though he's finished on the gridiron, the man simply cannot stay retired. He announced that he's taken on a role as a quote-unquote strategic advisor for Delta Airlines. Now, we don't know how the ability to flawlessly break down a cover two zone and find the open receiver running a seam route can help an airline. But hey, good for him for staying busy. Not sure he needs the money, although after the collapse of FTX, which he was an investor and spokesperson for, maybe he does. But Peak Pals, besides Tom Brady, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, India opens its arms at this year's G20. For our second story, China takes a bite out of Apple. And for our last story, cars are less private than a nude beach. For our first story, a who's who of global leaders are landing in New Delhi as the annual G20 summit starts tomorrow, or later today if you factor in the time difference. Now, host country India, which might be trying to soft launch a new name for itself, which is also exciting, they're calling it Bhatia, has chosen One Earth, One Family, One Future as the theme of the conference and hopes to focus discussions on sustainable development and spreading economic growth. Sources told Reuters that the G20 is about to take a big step to include voices from developing nations as it will formally grant membership to the African Union, a continental bloc of 55 African nations. It would be the second continental bloc in the group after the EU. This all matters because a focus on development and a potential to invite Africa makes this year's conference a battle between the West and China to gain influence over the rapidly emerging economies in the so-called Global South. The IMF forecasts that the GDPs of the Middle East, Central Asia, and developing countries in Asia and Sub-Saharan Africa will grow between 3.2% and 5% in the next year, outpacing projected global GDP growth of 3%. With Xi Jinping mysteriously skipping the summit, Joe Biden will take the opportunity to pitch the World Bank as an alternative to China's Belt and Road Initiative for climate and infrastructure aid. To zoom out, Testy comments about China are coming out before the summit even starts. Justin Trudeau said there's no room for reproachment between Canada and China and that relations aren't much better since resolving the two Michael situation. Meanwhile, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan urged China not to play spoiler at the event. For our second story, imagine this. You're a company and your second biggest market, which generates almost a fifth of your revenue, suddenly enacts a partial ban on your products. Well, Apple is currently living out that nightmare. Here's what's happening. Apple shares fell 7.1% over the past two days, erasing $212 billion in market cap and dragging down tech stocks in the process after news broke that China banned employees at government agencies and state-owned companies from using iPhones or other foreign brand devices. Apple suppliers also took a hit along with the entire tech sector as fears about China carrying out future bans rattled the market. And it's happening because... As we mentioned pretty much every day, China and the West have a frosty relationship right now. The ban is another result of this geopolitical tete-a-tete as China looks to promote tech from state-backed companies and retaliate against U.S.-led chip bans, and similar policies enacted against Huawei and TikTok. The ban comes at a conspicuous time, too. Huawei just unveiled its new smartphone, which is powered by a world-class chip created by the country's top chip maker. And if Apple, a company that is arguably more deeply interconnected with the Chinese economy than any other Western brand, isn't safe from escalating tensions between the West and China, well, then probably no Western company actually is. And for our third story, cars are packed to the grills. 
gills. I mean, with technology these days, leading to various problems like production shortages, rampant theft, and now major privacy concerns. Here's what's driving the news. A new study by the Mozilla Foundation deemed modern cars the worst category of products for privacy that it had ever reviewed. Out of the 25 car brands Mozilla looked at, every single one was judged to disclose more personal info than necessary. The report found that 92% of the brands provide little, usually no driver control over how their personal data is used, with 84% of automakers sharing data with third parties. Tesla was deemed the worst brand for privacy protections, but Kia and Nissan received special scorn for collecting and sharing data about a driver's perceived sex life, which certainly raises some other questions. This all matters because the sheer volume of data collected means higher risks of sensitive info falling into the wrong hands. And unlike other products where you can shop around for a safer option when it comes to buying a new car, the concerns remain for all modern vehicles. Cars don't just get you from point A to point B anymore. With sensors, cameras, microphones, and smartphone connectivity, they also collect mountains of data. Aside from tracking travel, today's vehicles can record everything from how often you punch the accelerator, what music you listen to, and your biometric data. That data is very valuable. There's a huge ecosystem of buyers that's growing by the day. The connected vehicle data market could be $800 billion industry by 2030. With some brands offering increased privacy as a luxury selling point, if you need a new ride, maybe you're better off buying a low-tech used car. Maybe we suggest a 2006 Dodge Neon? Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. 